We are I. Good morning, everybody. It's Friday. Friday. As I sit here and I say that, I I often wonder what days of the week really mean and how we set up this completely arbitrary system of of days and time just to have some kind of relevance to something that actually doesn't mean a whole lot. Like, what does it actually mean that it's Friday? We've glorified this day because it's at the end of the week because theoretically, it may be the quote-unquote end of our work week. Some people, it's the start. Some people, it's halfway through. But we've created this system that we glorify this day. So if we don't fit into that five-day mold, it seems like that we are at a loss. Or people are like, oh, you know, like Tuesday's my Friday or, you know, like Sunday's my Friday. And we're not in sync with the rest of the world. But is that something that we should be in sync with? Because the one thing that I do know with all the years that I've been on this planet, although not many, is that people fall into sync with each other and we fall into sync with the rhythms of our natural world around us. But what happens to us in our mind and our body when we try to fall into sync with things that are not in the natural? Like when you look at that, like our circadian rhythm, we all know that, you know, we fall asleep a little bit earlier in the wintertime. This is something that should happen. You know, we're up a little bit longer in the summertime. This is something that should happen. Our sleep patterns are directly affected by it. You know, lunar cycles, our sleep patterns are uh, affected by that. Our social networks of people around us, you know, like our lives are affected by that because we fall into sync. Hormonal, whether it be male or female, our hormones fall into sync with each other based on the people that we are around by this osmosis-like endeavor that just because you are around other people, things inside of your body will start to sync up with them so that you guys can live a more harmonious life. Like, how interesting is that? You know, I, I find that to be the most fascinating. Like, I, they do know that women's estrogen levels and male testosterone levels, when those people are around each other for long enough, they, they start to sync up in those cycles. And I find that to be so fascinating, how that we can plug in. And this is our connection to the biological world that we just fail to understand and really try to, you know, repurpose into some other kind of different design and we want to plug this into a social network via the internet we want to plug this into a a network that's completely foreign to our body we can't use technology for this it's way more complex than that so my point behind all this is is you see this unity happening all across canada right now there's more and more and more people flooding into Ottawa all the time because they feel that. You know, whether they knew that they would be labeled as an anti-vaxxer, a racist, a misogynist, an extremist six months ago, but they're starting to understand what that really means in Canada. And it's nothing like what those words mean when you say them out loud. 
You see this by the truck drivers building temporary soup kitchens, you know, in Ottawa to be able to help people. You see this by, you know, protesters shoveling the snow off sidewalks, by playing hockey, by dancing together in the streets, you know, by I've seen a lot of Indo-Canadians holding signs that say, I am not a racist. You know, I've seen a, a Muslim holding a, a sign and a flag that said, you know, I am here. I am Canadian. This is who I am. I'm not a racist. And these are all the ways that I connect with it because this is what it is like to be a Canadian. There is no one specific subset of Canadians. Like we are all Canadian and that looks very different every time that you walk out your door with very different opinions. And we're supposed to value these opinions because there's great opportunity in just understanding and enlightening yourself at the other side. But this is something that Justin Trudeau has absolutely no idea how to be able to comprehend, that there's value in opinion outside of yours. Seeing all these protesters, all these like-minded fringe individuals, we have entertained the counter-opinion for two years plus. And we say, we did that. We did that, but no more. There's time for a new narrative. There's time for you to understand that there's another opinion to this. And that opinion is growing all the time. And this has ignited the world around us. This has ignited solidarity around the world. This has ignited unity around the world. This has brought people together from around the world in a way that nothing has ever there's never been more peaceful protests simultaneously happening around the world under the same ideal, the same code, and that is peace, love, and unity. The citizens have uprose and created something in this world that governments never could, never can, and never will because it's not in their best interest. This is not big government's best interest is to create peace, love, and unity. That's why they don't, and that's why they can't, and it is such a foreign concept to them. This is why it is so dangerous to have big government, you know, in our daily lives because they don't have our best interests or global best interests in mind, no matter how many times they will go on mainstream media and tell you that they do. How many times are you willing to be able to get lied to, you know, by these politicians and by big government and you just say, oh, well, that's just who they are. No. That's not who we are. And they're supposed to be an extension of us. Government is supposed to be an extension of who we are as the people. That's who they are supposed to represent. So when they get on mainstream media and they lie to us, when they get on their platforms and they dictate how the world is supposed to be, and they do all these backhanded shady deals and they actually make our world worse, this is not a representation of who we are. This is not. I know that this is not the Canada that I want to live in. This kind of divisiveness inside of Canada, this kind of division, this kind of effort and energy that Canadians are putting in to be able to show who they are, this is not warranted. It's not needed in Canada. But today it is. We in Canada should not have to do this in Canada in 2022, but we have to now. It's an absolute necessity. It's an absolute necessity that we all show each other that this is not just one of those, we're going to join our team in the seventh game of the playoffs and cheer them on because it's exciting. This is something that we need to all do until we see some fundamental change. And we've seen those changes start to happen. 
You know, but we need to push long enough that our MPs, our MLAs, our MPPs, they do their job. They do their job right. We see it through to the end that the courts can actually instill change. And you see these things starting to come up like we need further amendments to this 1982 Charter of Rights and Freedoms that uh, was developed in Canada. We need amendments to make that stronger. There's that Nuremberg Trial 2.0 starting to formulate from around the world because obviously the first Nuremberg, Nuremberg Code wasn't strong enough. These are some scary things to think about in today's day and age. In 2022, though, we need to further put in systems that in after 30, 40 years in Canada that we completely forgot the reason why that we wrote this extension to our Constitution, the Charter of Rights and Freedoms in Canada, because it's been overtook and just smeared and stomped on, that we actually need to enhance that. But this is what standing up right now in Canada means. This is what unifying in Canada means. This is what banding together with your like-minded individuals in Canada, your fellow citizens, your fellow patriots, saying that, no, we are not a fringe minority. We are people who care about our rights. We want freedom. That's why we live in Canada. Hearing these people who have come from communist countries saying you have no idea the dictatorship you're living in, but we do because we were in an open communist country. You guys need to open your eyes. That's why they are wildly supporting the truck drivers because they understand what it means to live in a communist society, and we are vastly approaching that, whether you want to admit it or not and it is not a conspiracy theory anymore so you cannot shrug it off there's too much evidence out there now there's too much so at the end of this rant today my question of the day is do you understand what unity feels like do you understand what being free feels like think about that over the course of the weekend.